My name's Colin and I'm hoping to run an ultramarathon every month in 2023. And my name's Andrew, Colin's brother, and I'm going to be joining them for half a marathon during his ultra run every month. This is Idiot School Running. This is episode 8, the April Run. Well, Colin, it's now three days after the Belfast Marathon when you attempted to run an ultra marathon and I attempted to run half marathon or half marathon plus. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fantastic. I think I'm nearly back to normal, Andrew. At the end of the day, this wasn't my longest ultra run. This was kind of, I feel this was a bit of a tick the box ultra run month. Right, and why is that? I didn't go any further than the sort of the lowest recognized run sort of ultra run does that make sense i think i know what you mean in terms of mileage yeah like only ended up running 31 miles and that sounds terrible me saying i only ended up running 30 31 miles only 31 and a half miles actually dear help you call dear dear help you (laughs) it's a hard life i ran five miles to the start of the marathon and we were well organized this time andrew i think it was (laughs) Was it the morning? Well, before we get that far, spoiler alert, you did complete the challenge of running an ultra marathon this month. And you completed yours? And I completed my challenge too of running at least half a marathon. So that was great. And normally we run on a Saturday, but this time we ran on a Sunday. Why did we run on a Sunday this time, Colin? Because I was booked in to do the Belfast Marathon and... You think you said to me, although I think you give off to me because I said that you said to me. Oh, this is confusing getting. You mentioned that you can't run an ultra on a Saturday and a marathon on a Sunday. So you thought, why don't you run to the start of the marathon on the Sunday? Seemed like a good idea at the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it meant you wouldn't have to do an ultra marathon on a Saturday followed by a marathon the next day. That makes sense. You combine the two things into one. I think it was the easier of the two of the two options because i don't know if you would have been fit and ready if i had around 40 miles on a saturday and then woke up the next day and was like i have to do 26.2 miles today you could have put yourself out of the marathon because of the previous day so i think this way you basically combine the two into one and all of a sudden you end up with an ultra and a marathon in one go. It was good. And we'll talk a bit about how that went down as the podcast goes on. But tell us about your morning, Sunday morning. Did you get a good night's sleep? What time did you start at? I didn't get the best night's sleep. I think I woke up now and again. Now my son's been coming into, into my bed and waking me up. But he's been doing that since he's been born. So he's one of these kids that just finds mummy and daddy's bed more comfortable than his own, unfortunately. Used to not getting the best sleep, but it wasn't the end of the world. What about yourself? I had an awful night's sleep. I was up to two in the morning doing editing work. I do video work for my job. And outside of that, I have a few projects on. And I was up to 2 a.m. doing editing work, which was not a great idea because I had to get up at half six. So that gave me four and a half hours sleep. And really... It took me a while to wind down and to get to sleep. I think I maybe only got about three hours sleep that night, which wasn't great. I woke up at half six because I had to. I felt rough. I felt more than rough. I had my stuff ready from the night before. I've learned from previous runs, mistakes. I've had my I had my stuff all sitting out the day before. I collected your gels and some of your stuff and I had everything sitting ready to go. I had porridge, which was great. I thought I would need something to, to, to fuel me for the day and I left the house. I think I left the house. Oh, what time was I meant to meet you actually? You were supposed to we had picked a 
potential parking spot for you because all the roads close around Belfast Marathon. So the the Belfast Marathon starts at 9am and you had to get a five mile run in and I was meeting you, I think it was about four and a half miles. So for me to meet you at a point. But where you live on one side of Belfast and where I live on the other side of Belfast, they're pretty much for the marathon blockade the route in between us. So you had to be on my side of Belfast before they decide to close every road under the sun. Yeah, you had to be in my side of Belfast early in the morning, didn't you? Yeah, that, that's a good point because from where your house is, you can run to the start of the marathon and it's more or less five miles. So it was quite handy for you just to go outside your house and start running. Whereas I had to get up early and then had to get to the other side of Belfast near to where you live. And uh, that meant leaving the house very early. And I know it was only three days ago and I should remember what time I left at, but I really don't. I think it had to be, I think it was maybe half seven. You had to meet me at quarter to ten to. Yes, I had to meet you at about quarter to eight, which meant I had to leave the house at about a quarter, yeah, a quarter past seven. Quarter past seven, I had to leave the house so we could get into Belfast for around, oh, 20, 22 or so. And then I would run to meet you. And that was quite successful. I felt absolutely shattered. But once I ran, I think I had to run half a mile to get you. So I ran half a mile. You ran a mile. We both met each other. And then we ran the rest of the, well, it was about four miles then to the start line. About four miles to the start line. Do you remember we were crossing the road and a car stuck its horn on scared the life out of me and i turned to you andrew and i said andrew did we cross that road at the wrong time were the lights even the right color for us to cross the road do you remember i said that can't remember no (laughs) no well someone today stopped me and they said colin i seen you at eight o'clock in the morning on your way to the marathon and i blared my horn at you and yeah there, there you go. That was That's that right. Was I remember person. that now. We were running down and there was a big... That's a horn noise, by the yeah. way. There was a big horn noise and we kind of looked and it was like... I didn't see who it was. You obviously didn't see see who it was and we thought they were close they were close to us like they were they yeah were, they were quite like, close could it be someone we know or did we run across the road we shouldn't have done so it was somebody you, you knew then i think i think after i think after the horn went, i kind of looked at andrew and i i, I said ah some people are some people are just muppets like aren't they <laughs> thinking <laughs> that we've done something in the wrong it was actually a girl called denise who was dropping her husband off at the marathon and seen us um, now he was already at the marathon. She was her way back, and we still had about oh, I would have said maybe three mile to go to get to the start of the marathon. Because we thought we had all the time in the world, and then we realised <laughs> we seen the start line. The start line, the Belfast Marathon's place called Stormont. It's our Parliament Buildings, which. Sometimes work gets done there and some, most of the time it doesn't. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's the start line, and we could see it in the distance. We kind of looked at our watches and we thought, you know what? It's going to be tight and we had to up our game and we started to run and we ran quite fast and we got into yeah. the Stormont grounds and what happened next, Colin? Before <laughs> before you start a marathon, I always need to go to the toilet anyway. So Andrew, I think I think we got into the Stormont grounds. Remember the marathon, the horn buzzes at nine and it literally nine a.m. sharp. Nine a.m. sharp. It's not a second before or after. It goes. We walked into Stormont and ha- the, I don't think we're. St- I don't think we're walking. I think we're running okay. into Stormont. We're, and then you said, ran. "I need. I need to go to the toilet." 
And there was a big queue, as there always is. Big, big queue. This was seven minutes to nine. Or no, three minutes to nine. It was three, three minutes, minutes to nine, nine. Yep. Three yep. minutes to nine. It was, it was 57. Sorry, excuse that one. Three minutes to nine. And I'm standing in the queue. Andrew's standing in the queue. And inside, because Andrew, you hadn't been to the start of many marathons. So Not I didn't many, want no. you to get nervous. So I thought, I'm going to be all cool inside and say, do you know what, Andrew? Don't worry. The truth, <laughs> I didn't have a clue what was going on. I thought, I ain't getting into this toilet and out of this toilet in time. I kept on telling you, Andrew, the queue moves quite fast. I can't believe how slow this queue was going. Like, these guys who are in, in the cubicles, they need to start running too. So they better up their game. Well, do you want to hear something else quite funny, which is funny? <laughs> go for it. I really needed to go to the toilet too, but we didn't have you time. You didn't go? No, I didn't have time because you went in and went out and it was like, right. And then you just, you just, you just, you just like open the door and you just start running. And I was like, I do remember that. You just like absolutely bolted it. So I just bolted it. So I didn't have time. And I, I needed, I needed to go, Colin. I needed to go. And so I've, I've ran about four and a half miles. You ran five miles. And my plan was to get to about seven miles of the real of the Belfast Marathon. So not uh, not another three miles on top of what I'd already done. It would be another well, seven of what I'd already done. And uh, maybe eight, <laughs> maybe eight if I could push myself. And I was I was busted and I was like, right? So so I just I just ran after you. Well the 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 funny thing was, goodness no I, I feel sorry for the person who was in after me, Andrew. Do you know why? I can't remember looking where I was shooting because I was watching my watch counting down. I had like twenty seconds to get out of this toilet to start running. So, so my, I, my marathon had started in the toilet because I, I didn't realise that you were actually needing to go. I, I, was, I, 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 was, I was needing to go and you just ran. So, <laughs> and your watch was still going. At this point, my, my watch had stopped tracking the miles and it was probably, oh, how long from the toilets to the start of the marathon do you think it was distance-wise? Oh, it was halfway up Stormont. And what is the, is Stormont about a mile long, the whole... From front to back, so it could be talking maybe a quarter, you maybe a quarter of a mile. Is it a quarter of a mile? Could be, could yes. could could have been maybe a little bit less than that, but it was a little bit less. certainly about not point two miles easy yeah. anyway. Maybe maybe not point three something like that. And we, we got there just in time, kind of because we kind of not Andrew. The buzzer had gone whenever I was on the way up, and the elite runners. We actually, when we were standing in the queue for the toilet. They had to move us out of the way because the wheelchair. Oh yeah, the car, the car came by saying, "Move out of the way! Move out of the way! The wheelchairs are coming! The wheelchairs are coming!" And uh, so yeah, the, 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 the toilet queue started. had to had to pivot. Pivot. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we got there. We took a quick selfie. Yes, the the elite runners had started running, and if if we wanted to, we could have went to the very, very, oh, no. very back of the queue. But what would we do? We found a wee gap. Sorry, the... can I can I go back there? We took a quick. We got there and took a quick selfie. Andrew, everyone was running past us and you said, Colin, do we have time for a selfie? And I was like, the marathon started, I'm already late. And Andrew's like, I'll get my phone out and we'll take a selfie. But it was a really good selfie. I did take a selfie and then I took another selfie also. And uh, actually, if you if you look back in those photos, you can see some of the looks we're getting. Because <laughs> we do not look impressed. We, we didn't join the queue at the very back. There was a gap no. in the there was a gap in the gates, and we just kind of 
took a quick selfie and then was on her way. And uh, we're probably, that was probably around the middle of the the mob, so to speak. And our marathon began. And how were you feeling at this stage? So you, you'd done five miles and then a little bit more from the toilet to the start line. How, how were you feeling at this stage, Colin? I was feeling absolutely fine. Absolutely fine. I was buzzing. I was fit. I was healthy. I was ready to go. To be honest with you, this month had been a rest month. People say you taper to a marathon. I had literally stopped this month just because colds, as you found in the previous podcast. And then with with my MS, with the virus, I've been getting this new thing, which is like an electric shock down the back of one of my legs, which is really, really irritating. I'm not going to lie to you, Andrew. It's, it's just... It's still happening, is it? Yeah, yeah, it is. And then I was speaking to Matt, and he's he has a name for it, and it's Hermits or something. I, I don't know what it is, but anyway, there's this. It's it's very common. It's very 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 common. Common with uh, in regards to MS, sorry. Yeah, so it's it's if you have if there's damage to your nerve sheaths on your spinal column, I believe, or it can be further up in your brain or whatever. It you, your body just reacts and it does it. So it's if you do a sudden head movement, if you bend your head down quickly, it will send a bit of a sensation down the back of my left leg but look it is what it is you just gotta adapt improvise overcome get on with it and um so with having these issues between the virus between that happening it just wasn't a great marathon month pre-marathon month so that's why my training was all over the show so i was just expecting to go get through this but when i started andrew i was going okay i was going fine more than okay you were absolutely lightning i was kind of i was kind of the the pacer i was kind of the mule for you because i had you were carrying some amount of stuff weren't you i was carrying quite a bit of stuff there was a a bottle of your stuff what was that bottle full of stuff uh that was a carbohydrate drink so um it it, it was it was a potent wee substance that one i had it it was had it had a bottle of water had all your gels your many gels it was quite a way actually and then i had my coat i had your coat and i had had my jelly of course and we'll, we'll talk about the jelly yeah. shortly that was it was quite a weight in my bag and i had my hat on and my running stuff as normal so you, you had no bag every 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 time we went out running this year you've you've had a bag on a similar one to mine but you were you were bag free and you absolutely flew do you want to say some of your times you were you were clocking in or what no, were you aiming for what were you aiming for <laughs> What was it aiming for? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And the reason why I say I don't know is because I wasn't ready to actually do a really good marathon. Start of the year, I thought, I'm going to fly through this. Uh, the five mile at the start, I think mentally kind of caught up with me. And it's really weird because everyone was running past the five mile mark, right? In my head whether I like it or not, had done 10. Because every time I started my, I had kind of started my watch for four and a half miles till I got the start line. And then I started it as I went over the start line. So every time I would have said, oh, three miles done, you went eight miles. And every time I said five miles, you were like 10 miles. And that, that yeah. continued. So you, you really were very aware of every time I said it was a certain distance. You updated yeah, I, it with your distance for the day. And if you were running past us, you, it would have sound crazy. We're at the five mile mark. I've done ten miles. We're at the seven mile mark. <laughs> I've done twelve miles. <laughs> it was like, <laughs> just, just like, oh, why? Look at him for someone who can't read his mileage or show off. I don't know. 
But it was just, I think, Andrew, that mentally it was different. It was different whether you like it or not. Like, I'll, I'll explain once I get closer to like the actual finish in a marathon. Once you finish, once you hit, like, say, twenty six miles. I had still five miles left. I should be finishing my marathon. And I think in my head that kind of messed me up a wee bit. Does that make sense? Does that even make sense? It does. It certainly affected you at the end and we'll 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 certainly get to the end. But yeah, you were really clocking clocking your first five miles before you even got to the start line. You were kinda of adding that into the marathon. And normally our yeah. runs or normally your runs, you know, it's an ultra marathon and I do half marathon plus. But uh you know it's a it could be a handy enough affair if it's a big, big hill, you know, we'll we'll jog up maybe part of it and then we'll 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 dander for a wee bit and then jog again. Marathon's very, yeah. very different because a marathon you really push yourself. You really get swept up with the crowd, uh, the crowd of runners, and then the crowd kind of cheering you on. You know, you just keep going. You don't really stop for a walk and you keep up a good pace. And the first few miles, we were flying. We were flying. And I've maybe, I'll maybe play, uh, we're around mile three or so into the marathon. Mile eight for you, Colm. Definitely ahead of pace. I think uh, when you say flying, it's not flying to a lot of people, but it's definitely ahead of the pace that I had planned. And I'll just play this clip now. This was us running in the Belfast Marathon. So here we go. Andrew and Colin of three days ago, over to you. We're mile 3.66 into the marathon. Colin, how are you feeling? Uh, about mile 10 nearly. <laughs> so as you've already heard, we've done a fair bit before we got to this stage. So I'm keeping counting how far we are in the marathon and Colin overall. Colin, mile three for some, mile ten for you. How are you feeling? Um, going too fast, but feels comfortable. Feels good. Keep going. So <laughs> we are doing ridiculous pace at the minute. And uh, Andrew and Colin, I think we'll hand it back to you in the studio. So as you could probably tell, we're not talking much. We're not talking much because we're running so fast. And I'll just, I'll tell you how quick we were running. Colin, I'm going to do something. I'm going to do something we it. talked about a month ago. I'm going to play a jelly jingle. Because, you know... <laughs> You're having a laugh. I'm not having a laugh. Before this podcast started, people would meet me and they'd say, Andrew, because that's my name. Andrew, how's Jenna? That's my <laughs> wife. How's the kids? How are you getting on? How's work going? Tell me a bit about yourself. Are you keeping well? Now when people come up to me, they go, Andrew, just tell us about your jelly. People want to know all about the jelly. So much, Colin. You know, people have asked me, Andrew, is there going to be a spin-off podcast about running with jelly? And I've had, a, I've had a bit of a think about it. I've had a bit of a research. I've had a bit of a Google. Do you know, Colin, to my knowledge, there's not a podcast on this earth that talks about running with jelly and eating jelly along the way. There's a there's a cap in the market there. What, what, what do you make of that? <laughs> Honestly, Andrew, I am shocked. Shocked. <laughs> no shocked. Been, <laughs> I've got no... I'm, I'm speechless. I'm absolutely speechless. You're, and, you're speechless, um, actually. I'm absolutely speechless. But do you know what? The, the class thing about it is... Like, and I always say this, people comment about our podcast and I love, I love when everybody out there gives us a comment about our podcast, Andrew. But honestly, I'm not even lying. I'm not even lying. If the first comment is, I love your podcast, it's amazing. Thank you so much. You know, I really, I really appreciate your your comments. The next one will be, and Andreana's jelly. 
It's I'm always, like, it's always a bit of jelly, isn't it? You don't even have to mention it. You're like, oh yeah, I'm releasing a new podcast. You, you know, a new podcast is coming. And I think someone actually said, I missed Andrew's jelly in the last podcast. There was a few people said, there was no, there was nothing about jelly in the last podcast, Andrew. And when I was recording it, I knew there was nothing about jelly. It was Miz and the Malin part two. And there was back, that was back yeah. in the days, the dark days before jelly, jelly was, jelly was a thing. <laughs> I'm trying to run, I'm trying to run the length of the country. You've got and the all people care about this, Andy, and his flipping jelly. And you know what? I'm just going to, I'm just going to, there's going to be a lot of disappointed people here, but currently we have no plans. I have no plans to make a spin-off show about running with jelly. I have no plans. There might be an audience for it. There might be a gap in the market there, but I'm committed to idiots go running. But what I will do, what I will do for everyone out there, you know who you are. You love hearing about jelly. Me and Colin. Everyone that listens to this, everyone, Andrew, it's not, you know who you are. Everybody's like, when's he going to get to the jelly part? A month ago, me and Colin chatted. We go, you know, know what this podcast needs? A jelly jingle. We were like, 100%. It needs a jelly jingle. So Colin, I'm just going to play you that jingle now. I'm not separating the podcast. The jelly's remaining in this podcast. And honestly, I've never heard this jelly jingle in my life. Colin has never heard it. I've had a month to work on this. Rule the jelly jingle titles. Andrew's Jelly Update. Andrew's Jelly Update. This is the part where he talks about jelly in Andrew's Jelly Update. Well, Colin, what do you think of the jingle? I didn't hear it. Right, I'm not going to lie, Colin. I've had a month. I've had a month to prepare for a jelly jingle. Oh, are you having a laugh? I thought you were going to stop recording. And you haven't even got Have you I, built up the nothing? I've kept telling You're Colin, having a laugh. Colin, I've got some great stuff. And then I said to him a few about a week ago, I said, you know what, I'm working on something, but it's not going to be ready for the podcast. So I'm, I'm going to work on something else. And I haven't even done that, Colin. In fact, I haven't even recorded a jelly jingle yet. But by the time this goes out, I'm going to record a jelly jingle. And it's going to be really short. It's not going to be very good. Even the real one isn't going to be very good. But I'm going to I'm going to place it. I'm going to place it in. Sorry, sorry, Al. <laughs> And next next episode, I'll try better. Right, what? What's going on, Andrew? What is going on? So you said we're gonna do a jelly jingle, and you said me what I think about the jelly jingle, and you didn't actually play anything. No, I didn't play anything. Put something in. But to the audience, the audience have heard the the jingle before you have, so you're gonna have to listen to the (laughs) you're gonna have to listen to the podcast (laughs) to hear the jingle. (laughs) What plan? <laughs> I just, I just ran out you of time. Think, you think this is a good idea to not play a jelly jingle on the podcast and well, tell the, everyone there's a jelly jingle? But this no, doesn't but, make sense. But the people, the people listening have now heard the jingle. You're just the only one that hasn't heard the jingle. So for you to hear the jingle, you're going to have to re-listen to our podcast. So I don't even get rights to hear the jelly jingle before all our listeners and I'm your flipping co-host. Well, I just ran out of time. As I said, it was up to two o'clock the other morning doing doing editing. I've got a few projects on and uh, I've, I've just got a lot on at the minute and I just, I've been out all day. Today I had to do <laughs> filming. I had a four-hour round trip, a four-hour round trip and a jelly jingle was, uh, for the last few days, has not been high on my agenda, Colin. Andrew, I'll be honest with you. 
You can tell you're on the ropes. You really can tell that you are on the ropes. Tonight, it's like you've had some, some sort of... I can't even explain well, like again, people won't understand this, but we started this, but this is like our third attempt, <laughs> maybe fourth attempt at the podcast. And every so often I just go, oh, back to the start. Now, we weren't that long into it, but I just go, do it again. This is, this is I'm, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I think I'm do in the zone wrong. now. I'm in the zone oh, now. Really? So. Really? You're, you're in the zone? This doesn't sound like You know what? Zone. I'm under pressure now because I have to edit this podcast and, and I literally have to talk so much about the jingle. I have to come up with something and I have no idea what it was. So hopefully you enjoyed it. The next, the next jingle will be much better. So we'll move on. We've talked far too long about this jingle that you haven't heard that hasn't been recorded or but la- everyone now has heard. Or lack of. Uh, I'll do that. Oh, so now we're, in, now we're in to the jelly segment. Colin, I brought jelly with me and I brought backup jelly. The backup jelly was strawberry. Oh. Strawberry's a solid enough jelly. But today, or sorry, on Sunday, I chopped up orange cubes of jelly. Orange jelly. And I was really looking forward to orange jelly. Chopped it all up, cut it all up, put it in my bag. And it must have been at about, oh, it was shortly after we just recorded that clip, maybe about mile four, I said, Colin, it's time. It's time for the jelly. And you know what? I actually have a jelly dealer. Do you? (laughs) Yes, yes. Someone has been supplying me with bars of jelly. I don't need to even buy jelly now. Someone (laughs) has has given me a stack of jelly. Andrew, name and shame. Who is it? (laughs) It's her (laughs) mum. Mum, mum has been supplying me with jelly, so I've now got not only to enjoy jelly, I've got a jelly dealer, and my mum is stealing me jelly. Andrew, go for it. Is in our mum class? We to hear this one. See from Mizzen the Malin. I've still, I've still got protein bars in the kitchen. That was years ago. I just, I just couldn't get through them all. Well, of course, you didn't get through them. You, you didn't do the whole thing, did you? If you had done the whole thing, you would have got through them. You're like. That's harsh, but I've still, I've, I've still, I've still got protein bars, and every time I go to mum, she opens up a drawer and she has packets of protein bars sitting waiting for me. So you've got like, a protein bar dealer. <laughs> but back yeah. to the race, so, back to the race, Colm. I had my yes. first bit of jelly, and guess what? You weren't impressed, were you? No, I was impressed with the jelly. I was impressed with the orangeness of it, <laughs> the flavour of it. You know what? We were running so fast. I could not digest it. I could, or not digest it. I could not eat it. You see, a bar of jelly is, it's, it's condensed jelly and it's, it's, it's tough to eat. Normally when we go out, if we stop for maybe a dander for just a, oh, 10 seconds or so, that's my time to get my bag of jelly out and to put a jelly cube in my mouth and to, to go to town on it. You see, when you're running very, very fast and you're trying to eat a cube of jelly, it's very, very very hard. You could hear in that wee audio clip, we weren't talking much because we're running that fast and we really were running yeah. fast. And to yeah. eat a thing of jelly was so, so hard. Now I understand why there's kind of jelly gels that you see people in a marathon because they're so... called gels, Andrew. Well, they're, <laughs> they're not jelly gels. There's no such thing as jelly gels. Not yet, but maybe by the end of this podcast, someone will come out with jelly gels because now I'm thinking, I understand why there's gels. <laughs> people eat and consume gels because when you're running and when you're running quite fast, it's easy to consume a gel in liquid form. When you put a cube yeah. of jelly 
guy which is fairly tough it was tough calling and I was like I could joke I could, I could joke on this so good <laughs> and, uh, so that's what that's a way the, to go Andrew what a way to go <laughs> what a way to go but you know what it's uh, I, I was a wee bit down about it Jelly's been all my life and when I say all my life these past few months Jelly's been so so good to me and this is the first time in a way it's let me down this is getting this is getting obsessive. That's Jelly Colin. Je- Jelly will do that to a guy. So uh, this, is, this is absolutely obsessive. So Pete you need Colin, to listen to yourself back. I will listen to myself back because I have to edit this thing four times now. Colin, you enjoy Jelly at the high times. You enjoy Jelly at the low times. You know what I mean. I'm just being real to the people out there. <laughs> Let's face it. The chances of a spin-off podcast about Jelly's at the floor now after this. So I just. I just wanted to tell you that about Jelly. It was quite disappointing. And about Mel, ooh, I think Mel 7 had another bit just to see if it was maybe yeah. if it was maybe just in the wrong state of mind. But nope, definitely when you're rolling fast, do not <laughs> consume cubes of jelly. Colin, so, back to the race. <laughs> so maybe Jelly's for, for more ultramarathon, more long distance, where you can actually take a break, consume the jelly. Because see, whenever you're drinking water at a marathon or you're taking the gels, it's it's actually it actually does upset your breathing and takes more out of you drinking water. I'm not even kidding you. It's just because it must be your air, airways or sort of you know way they're connected. Oh, here here's a good one. So my son is on point. Yesterday I was putting my kids to bed and Zach said to me, he says, Daddy, hum. And I was like, okay. So I started humming. And then he goes, put your fingers over your nose so you can't breathe through your nose and try to hum. You can't hum. So say that again. So I'm going to try it now. So hum. Mm. Right now, put your fingers over your nose. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. <laughs> I sound like I'm in some retreat. Like, close your nostrils so you can't breathe up through your nose. At oh, hum. wow. Oh, you wow. can't breathe. Isn't that amazing? So, Do you know what? This is the oddest, weirdest podcast we've recorded yet, Colin. <laughs> but it's explaining why your jelly doesn't want work when you run because your mouth's shut and you've only got one airway and it doesn't work you need both your airways working to um consume jelly i suppose anyway as you said before back to the run back to the run so we're running really really fast i've got the bag my goal is to get seven miles city seven mile will get me to belfast city center where i can have a break and then rejoin you later in the race and that was my goal and we were literally running running towards that goal and hit seven mile and do you remember this call it was ormo park a park in belfast and i was feeling good we're kind of you said you could go on for longer I did at that moment, and, and some people might think, listening to this podcast, they go, Andrew, you sound like you could maybe do a full marathon. And in the run-up to this marathon, I really considered I really considered signing up to do the full marathon. I didn't, but I really considered it, and I hadn't had, and for a few reasons I didn't. One of the reasons were was because I was going to be the your pacer, I was going to be the mule, so to speak, with the bag, with all the stuff, and I knew you were wanting to go for a good time. So... I knew that if I did the marathon, I would slow you down and I would slow you down. Maybe, yes, I kept up a good pace at the start, but over time I would slow you down and I wouldn't be able to have a bag or maybe you'd have a bag or I don't know. But uh, I decided, no, I'm, I'm not doing the marathon and I was happy with that. But you see, when we were at mile seven, Colin, mile seven then yeah. went into mile eight and I was really considering, I was feeling good. I was feeling very good, in fact. I really considered doing the whole marathon and going for the... F- 
full marathon. But again, for the reasons I just described, I knew I would slow you down, so I couldn't do that. The other reason why I couldn't do it was because the bag in my back was starting to get quite heavy. It was heavy as it was, but when, you, when you're running uh, eight miles and before that, uh, 4.5, it, w- it was really starting to get heavy. Another thing, I had my leggings on. You didn't have your leggings on. You, you were s- well hopped up. I was well wrapped up, so it was. You see, and, and you learn these things. There's a reason when people go running in a marathon, there's no leggings. They have the shorts. They don't have the leggings on. If I ever want to run a marathon, there's not a chance I'm wearing them again. Even my hat. I love my hat. I had my hat. And even then, I took it off quite a bit because, oh, it was, it even felt like a, it was, it was causing me weight. And certainly the backpack was causing me weight. And then another reason why I decided not to run the full marathon was because I was giving you gels. I was giving you water. I was kind of looking after you. But I knew myself, I wasn't. I wasn't taking enough fluids in. I wasn't taking enough gels in. I wasn't keeping myself uh, in the right condition because a marathon, a marathon's a lot of work. Calling that marathon is a is a big yeah. outtake to your body. And I've done the Belfast now here. The Belfast marathon, I believe, is is different to other marathons throughout the world because there's a marathon, but there's also a relay team marathon where the Belfast marathon split into five different legs. So you can sign up for to do leg one or leg two and, you know, a team of five people can do it. And I have done, I've actually, I've actually completed the Belfast marathon. It just took me five years to, to complete it. <laughs> I did it for a, for a few years back. I did a different leg every year. So I have done a, a wee bit of the marathon, but there's a certain point called near the end. And we talked about it at the time. You see people on the floor and they have collapsed with exhaustion or for, for a number yeah. of different reasons. And I thought to myself, that could be me. I'm feeling good, but I know X miles down the road, that could be me lying on the ground. Yeah. And uh, you have to treat a marathon with a certain amount of respect because it, it, it's a big undertaking. Like, and it's, it is. And like, if you, if you see if you had it collapsed, I would have had to leave you and try and get that time, you know? Oh, without doubt. It was, you know, you, you had to go for you the know. time, like, and uh, you know what? By, by then I would you have would've... had a, at least a half done. So the challenge was still yeah. good. The challenge was no. still on. But like, I know, in all, in all seriousness, you would have probably ended up slowing me down if you had it collapsed because I would have had to try and get the gels out of, the, out of your bag before I left you. Yeah, and they were quite, they were quite heavy. You, you, were, no. you would probably, <laughs> I would have collapsed. Oh, you would you would have took my bag and it was like, hey. <laughs> That boy's just took that boy's bag. <laughs> He's robbed him. <laughs> He's robbed him. That's what that's what would happen. He stole his wallet. I think he stole his wallet. I think he stole his wallet. Name that film? movie. Name that movie. Do you know it? Do you know it? Me? Yes. Do I know you? it? Yes. Oh, I know it. That's what, that was the first thing I thought when I when well, he took it. That, that's bag. okay. We, we, we I think he stole his wallet. We don't need to say it. If you know it, you know it. My favourite film, by the way. And I actually ran on. I didn't run on just a seven. Didn't run on the eight. I ran the nine. I think it was nine point something. I ran the nine miles. I was feeling good. But in the city centre, I decided this is the time for me to leave you. And with another voice clip, Colin, which I'm just going to play now. So, Colin, it's a bit noisy. It'll probably not sound. We're just this. We're at mile nine. How you feeling? Mile 14. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I'm So... We've both done 14 or Holland a little bit more. Aye, living the dream. Living the dream, just focused on what I'm doing at the minute. We're Trying not to get up and call up in podcasts. <laughs> so we're about to run past Belfast City Hall. I might head soon, but we might be a bit of cheering, so we'll let you soak up the atmosphere. 
of a Belfast Marathon. Very shortly after that, I gave you three gels and I said, all the best. I'll see you in a round mile. Oh, we've been between 19 and 21. I stopped my watch. Boom. What happened to my watch, Colin? You didn't tell me this. What happened to your watch? It came up fastest 10K. Oh, you didn't tell me this. Fastest 10K. Then I hit next. Boom. Fastest 5K. So fastest 10K I've ever done, fastest 5K I've ever done. And then I hit it again. Boom. Fastest mile. Fastest mile I've ever done. And I was like, wow. Wow. With all that stuff in your back. With with all all that stuff. And I was like, and you were running fast. I didn't know I was running that fast. And when I look at the times, I was like, yeah, I'd I'd beaten those times any time soon. You could see the dips where you took jelly. (laughs) It absolutely smashed. It smashed, which maybe isn't saying much of what I was previously running or the previous record, but it absolutely smashed it. And then the next message I got was from your wife with a picture of, I see Colin, I seen Colin on the live stream. And it was at City Hall and she had drawn a big arrow at your face. And I was like, wait a minute. And I zoomed in. I was I was also with the pictures, so it was. But no, this was all about Colin, so it was. Colin, come, people come out and meet Colin along the way that don't care about Andrew, you know? Uh, well, they care about Andrew's jelly. <laughs> they care about the jelly, not me. So uh, See, that was me. Yours is superficial love. Mine's real love, Andrew. People, people actually care about me. All they care about you is just your jelly without jelly. You're just Andrew. I'm just Andrew, and uh, we'll we'll catch up with what you did. But uh, I'll tell you my story of what happened to me between uh, leaving you and meeting you again. I phoned your wife very briefly to inform her how you were getting on, and my wife and my mum just to let them all know what the crack was. And then I went to Starbucks, and for we've been hitting it for I think from episode one. This was the first time I had a latte along the way and a pan of chocolate and Colin. I have to confess, if you're ever doing a marathon, having a latte and a pan of chocolate, it was caramel latte, by the way, caramel latte and a pan of chocolate in the middle of a marathon is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> you are you are the, the idiot of this podcast, aren't you? <laughs> it, would, it would appear. And I ain't changing for you, no one. Colin, it was lovely. I got a real nice rest. I took it easy. You know? Do you know a friend of mine said to me, they go, oh, and how did Andrew get on the marathon? Because, you know, he, he done a lot. I said, he stopped around the 10 mile mark, went and got, went and got a coffee at a panchock, and then joined me in the 20th mark. And did they start laughing, Andrew? <laughs> they were just going, wow, wow. I, I don't think, I, I've never heard people do this. Ever. It was great. You see, to take that bag off. Just to have a latte, the pan of chocolate, just to just to relax what, for it was about what an hour I relaxed for. What were you thinking when you were sitting in having the coffee with the pan chocolate? What what was actually going through your mind? Were you just in bliss? Were you thinking I have to get back out and run with him? Like what were you thinking? I was just really really enjoying the moment. To be honest with you, Colin, I was like, <laughs> I've, I know I ran about nine point something, but plus the four point five or whatever what was that close to it was just over 14 14 and a half miles or something like that so i was like that was a yeah. that was a good day's work that was that's just two miles short of my longest ever 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 run which was last month and i knew i'd probably be doing at least another 
and mm, around five miles anyway yeah. I had ahead of me and I knew you'd probably slow down a wee bit and you had be revitalized ready to go in a in a in a marathon years ago I'd done something similar I maybe done seven mile and then I, I took a bit of a break for an hour and a half or something and met you for the for the maybe the last two miles or something and you see that yeah. break in the middle <laughs> honestly if you're out there you're doing a marathon you're thinking this is tight Go to Starbucks or another coffee shop of your choice, caramel latte, pan of chocolate, just recharge the batteries, get out there. And you might be thinking to yourself, could you could you get up? Could you go and start running again? Yes, yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, you could. And you feel great. You feel absolutely great. And I really enjoyed no. it. I uh, I worked out the times and roughly where to, where to meet you. And it was maybe a five minute dander from where I left you to where I re-met you. Well, what did you do in between, in between that? You ran about 10 miles, didn't you, you? You might have had the just, you could have this hack, the comfort marathon hack. Picture this, you book a relay for yourself. You don't do the middle legs or leg. You run so far, go get a coffee and go to, the, go to the part where to restart your last leg and then join in maybe an hour later and then finish it. That could be... It's, it's a great a way really to do a marathon. Good, it's a that, great that way to a do really a marathon. marathon and the thing about a marathon, it is a really inspiring day out. Uh, the people, crowds... People will have- People will have thought you've run the whole thing. <laughs> People think I've run the whole, whole thing. They're all cheering you all going, oh, come on. Just when, when the heart doesn't have it or when the legs don't have it, run with your heart and you're going. Well, that was my tip. So you thing. remember there was a few times I said that my oh. tip for on the marathon, <laughs> do you know where this is going oh. yet? Oh. It's like, imagine but, you're Kevin. <laughs> so pe- people one. shouting, go on, Kevin, Kevin, you, go on, Kevin. And I'm like, come Pretend your name's Kevin. I'll give you a boost. And, and it does. Oh. Jessica, go on, Jessica. Go on, pretend you're Jessica. I was like, go on. And I was like, you just... I just like, do, do you ever think that they're calling your name? And I'm going, my name isn't flipping Kevin. No, but you just pretend it is. And that gives you a boost. If your name's Kevin, people are shouting, go on, Kevin. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. I can go on. I'm, I'm Kevin. <laughs> or Jessica. Kevin. Or I think we'll have Patrick. They're holding, they're, holding, they're holding up a sign like... I don't know, holding up a sign saying, we love you, uncle. And I go, and I just point to the sign going, like, that sign's for you, Colin. <laughs> and going, who's uncle am I? <laughs> what do you mean, who's uncle are you? You're uncle to my kids, you <laughs> mother, you. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's some random kid in Belfast holding an uncle sign. Going, know, that sign go, for you. That there's sign a few signs. Go, go, daddy, go. Go Here's on. Me. That, go, sister. Me. I'm a daddy. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, it's just for a second or two, you know, but uh, oh, it gives, your, give, your gives you a bit of boost. So you ran your 10 miles, Colin. How were you feeling? At any point did you think, oh, a wee Starbucks would be nice or did you not even think about me or did you not care that I wasn't there? Or did you just enjoy peace and Do quiet? you know what? You left and it was a wee bit lonely. And then for about 20 seconds, it was going, oh, I miss him. <laughs> so what I mean. Then you're back in the zone. You forget. And then you're back going again. No offences. It's not as if you're that short-lived. No, everything was going good. Everything was going to plan. I was running. I was running. I was running. And do you know the people, the pacers, the actual real, <laughs> the real pacers, Andrew? The ones that, that don't stop for coffee. <laughs> the, ones, the ones that have the big signs. Yeah. So they were running and... Then I was run with them, and like it's like a bus. All the all the pe- all the runners just join on with him, and he was great. He was shouting, "Water on the left, water on the side," and he was playing music as well. Andrew, he was going, "Ah, oh, this is a great tune. This is a great tune." And he was loving it, and then we got to this hill, and he goes, "These are the hardest two hills of the Belfast Marathon." And I was like, "Right, okay, let's go." So 
I've run the Belfast Marathon before, but I've never heard this type of commentary. And I thought, flip, this isn't a hill. So because we've ran in bigger hills than this, and I thought, this isn't a hill. So I started running up the hill, and I came around the corner, and there was another hill. And he's like, keep your eyes on the on the building ahead with the solar panels. He says, just focus on that. That's the top of the hill. Once we get to that, the rest of the marathon's easy. And I thought, yeah, this is no problem. And Andrew, that kept me going, and my pace increased then up that hill and I was keeping with him going this is no problem this is no problem this is no problem got to the top of the hill and I kid you not it was like someone shot me in both of my calves both of my calves cramped up at once so badly that I actually couldn't move so when my when when maybe it's my calves when when your calves cramp up it actually raises your heel and I couldn't put my heels down on the ground so at this stage, yes, I am wearing pink shoes, but I'm walking like mango a mango pink. You're fine, Colin. Mango <laughs> pink, mango pink. So at this stage, I've got mango pink shoes on. I'm a bit tired. I've finished at the top of the hill, and I can't put my heels down. So I'm walking on my tiptoes with pink shoes on in the middle of a marathon. I was a sight, Andrew. I was just had to stretch these calves out, and they kept on cramping up. Like any time I picked up any wee ounce of pace, both calves just cramped up to the point where see if you poke them today you can't still feel the points where they did cramp up so it i was in agony so much that i i actually rang you to stop you worrying because i'm in case you were watching you probably weren't watching my watching me go around belfast and watching my pace well i was by that stage i was walking to meet you and you phone just to say i'm gonna be slowing down a bit here my pace must have went from normal pace to like zero straight away and when something like that happens in a marathon as we've hinted at before for anybody anybody in a marathon doesn't matter how fit you are how good you are you've seen elite runners like crawling over the line at big 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 marathons i didn't want you to be worried because it looked it would have looked like on the map that i had just collapsed so i rang you and i said andrew don't be worrying i've just slowed down because both my calves are just on fire and I don't know why, because I was taking enough gels, I was taking enough fluid. But Andrew, do you remember the weather? So the weather was a wee bit drizzly, but then as the marathon got on. A wee bit drizzly, it was a bit overcast. It was a wee bit drizzly, but nice drizzly. And then the sun came out. It got, it got warm and humid. Very warm, and I yeah. think, yeah, it was just, it was humid weather. But I was drinking serious amount of water to the point where I actually got sunburn on my face and on my shoulders um, from doing the marathon. Would you call um, it a scorcher at that stage? Was it a scorcher? I wouldn't say a scorcher. What's what's the humid version of a scorcher? I know you're thinking horcher, aren't you? <laughs> no idea. No idea. No, you're not thinking horcher. Anyway, it's um, it was roasting. But anyway, that wasn't the reason it cramped up. Picked up the pace at that stage, and my wee calves couldn't take no more. That was me until the whole way through the marathon so shortly after that i met you and as soon as i met you of course i said call let's do a wee bit for the podcast and here is that recording so i'm back with colin colin how have you been since the last seen you um bit of cramping bit of pain but to be honest with you i finished the marathon and I'm, unfortunately still in a marathon i've got five left of a marathon and i finished one so do the maths how was your latte? It was fantastic. I had a caramel latte and a pan of chocolate. Oh, nice. And nearly every bit of the jelly cubes that I didn't get to eat earlier. Highly recommend 
a Starbucks in the middle of a, of a marathon, Colin, if you, if, you can, if you pull it off. I think we could pull it off. <laughs> I think we finish a marathon, go for a latte. And, uh, actually, could you fit another one in? Oh, I could fit another latte along the way in. All right. Ah, legend. Aye, because if we see a coffee shop, I swear I'm going to stop for a coffee. I'm not even joking. Idiots go running. If he can have a latte, I can have a freaking coffee. I finished the marathon and I'm flipping still running. So after 26.2, I am officially next coffee shop I see. We're going in for a coffee. No, it's on a podcast. Idiots go running. Look it up. <laughs> I'm doing call in the studio. Back to you. So at that moment, there was, there was onlookers going, they were just laughing at us. And that's when you give a plug to the podcast. And if you are those oh. onlookers listening to this podcast, you've done very well to make it this far. <laughs> this is your first lesson. <laughs> so the rest, of the, the rest, the rest of the run, the pace was the pace was much slower, much slower than the start. It would have been hard, mind you. You made it, Colin. You made it to the end. Yeah, and this is where the middle bit came in. So I'd finished a marathon. You'd done twenty six point two miles for the day. Yep, but you still I had. I was still. I was still in it flipping marathon Andrew so my legs had cramped at the end of a marathon which is quite normal because you've pushed yourself I've still got five miles left to go and it was I'll not lie to you it, it was something I've, I've never thought about before it's um and I've heard people talk I've heard people talk we really hear this one so I looked into doing a last one standing where you run until you drop pretty much until you can't even run no more so you do this loop and you go around in a circle and I spoke to a guy who was an ultra ultra runner and i said ah well look maybe i'll do 50 mile i'll see if i'll do 50 mile and he goes you don't do that he goes if you say in your head you're going to do 50 mile of a last one standing he says you'll do 50 mile but if you don't say if you don't have an end he says you will push yourself to maybe do 70 80 or 90 he says in your head your body starts to shut down whenever you hit you know, your goal or what you're supposed to do or the end of a marathon. And wouldn't you agree when we go out and doing our ultra runs, Andrew, that whenever you're coming, the last maybe two or three miles seems to be the hardest sometimes. Seems to be the hardest. Seems to be the one that just seems to go on longer. <laughs> you know, it just, there's no end to it. It is. It is because the first, you could do the first 25 miles and you're sitting there going, this is disappearing. And then see five miles. That can seem like 40 miles. So this is what I'm starting to learn. Maybe I think that's the thing that messed up, not messed up. That's the thing that challenged me on this marathon, Andrew. And I can honestly say that, that I, in my head, was doing a marathon. And once I finished a marathon, my body started to really struggle. And you had a fair bit to go. What was that, five miles to go? It was five miles, yeah. And it was just... I honestly put it down to that. It wasn't that it was harder. It wasn't that it was longer. It wasn't that it was that. It was that in my head. See if I didn't have a watch on, it probably would have helped me. Because that was the the first run, remember? I think we looked and there was, what was it? There was a few miles left. We kept kept looking yeah. at the watch and that just that just put us off. Yeah. But you, you did it. It was tough and it was tough for you at the end. And I yeah. think it is tough. Normally an ultra marathon or normally our challenges, you know, you can take a wee break. Maybe, maybe not a latte along the way, but you can take a yeah. break and you're waiting for me maybe at parts or we do a wee bit more walking. But a marathon is all, it's all go. The crowd's cheering you. The runners are cheering you. If, if you're walking, you nearly feel like you can't slow down to walk because, you know, there's a lot of of encouragement there and uh, amazing support know, Andrew 
amazing support. support. And, and if you mix that in with the first five miles and whatnot, it's uh, it's hard. It was hard now. Uh, yeah. If you're wondering on how many miles I did for the fourth month in a row, I can say I ran my longest ever distance that I ran in my life. And it's not taking into account that 0.2 or 0.3 miles up, up storming at the start, but uh, all the... the, the the tracking runs, the, the supposed three separate runs nearly, came to 19.6 miles, Colin. 19.6 miles. Isn't that class? Unreal. Oh, well, at the for start me, it's this unreal. Year, at the start of this year, if you listened back, it'd be like, oh, a half is me pushing it. Well, half but, was me pushing it, yep. And I, ne- I nearly did a half straight away for just uh, the first two runs. You did it for the crack. You're, you go back to your first run, you listen. And it's so good how quickly you start to improve and start to enjoy it and uh oh will you hear my success story so i was running this marathon with my company who paid for it called on track technicians absolutely amazing and i was able to get two teams together two teams of five to run the marathon and then i was included in three people running the full marathon now a lot of the, a lot of these guys wouldn't have really done a lot of running before. And Andrew, do you know, there's there's quite a few of them are booking themselves in for the next half marathon and have their eyes set on doing full marathons. That is unbelievable. They are buzzing. They are loving it. They love the feeling. There was a guy who was supposed to do a leg and he just kept on running and he did 10 miles. And he just, I was chanting to him that night and he goes, Colin, it was amazing. See that support? Ah, oh, that was something else. That was something else. And that that was my win of this marathon. It wasn't about my time. It wasn't about doing the ultra. It was, I've now introduced 11 new people on this planet to the experience of doing a marathon through the company I work for. That was my win. And how good, how good is that? How much of an encouragement is that? And it, it was, a, it was a great day. I have to say, the next day, I I felt a bit, a bit sore, but I, I wasn't too bad. Uh, that was the Monday, and then yesterday, yesterday being Tuesday, not feeling too bad. And today, really not feeling too bad. I could could have even went out for a run today maybe even yesterday but uh, i have to say for myself i've recovered quite well and what about yourself three days after the marathon ultra marathon now yeah as i say i'm now starting to recover and this month i'm now gonna i think saturday will be me getting back to running again and then starting to get a real i'm gonna actually andrew i'm gonna focus on some sort of real training plan um not that i haven't been doing it before but it's something that i go in and i start ticking boxes to say 10 miles 10 miles 10 miles legs strengthen strengthen core strengthen upper body strengthen uh you know and and maybe do hell work you know once a week and try and get some structure into my training to say maybe instead of just doing it haphazardly for for the crack just say right if i can do because that's what I missed last month. That's, that, was, that was a big miss last month and it put me really out of sync. And if you were listening to the last podcast, you might be thinking, you're running a Saturday, Colin. Sure, you're meant to be running your next ultra on the Monday. Originally, we had planned to run the Belfast Marathon on Sunday. And then because of, because of being so busy in May, the rest of May, the only chance we had to do the challenge for this month was on Monday common so that was eight days after the or seven days after the the last run but i i was meant to be out the country i was meant to be going to croatia the last weekend of this month and unfortunately my flights got cancelled and 
I am on, well, I'm only able to go to the ship now because the flights are, are cancelled. So which works out well for us in this podcast or certainly for our run because now we can put, we can use that Saturday or I think it is now the last Monday of this month. We can do yeah. that ultra slash half marathon plus and will I do more than 19.6 miles? Oh, I don't know, Colin. I don't know. This record has to stop at some stage of every month, but uh, at least it, it does. does it? <laughs> yeah, I believe it does. But, <laughs> but uh, that, that gives us at least a few weeks more because that, that was going to be a killer. Although you say a killer, I'm feeling not too bad. And I think you could have done it okay too. Yeah. But it is nice having that bit of break. So I think that'll do us for this podcast. Tell us yeah. about the next podcast, Colin, that's coming up in the middle of May. We're not quite sure the date, but it'll be some stage in May before that run. The next podcast is someone who has... Who wants to be an honorary idiot? Is that a thing? Could be. Can we yes. Make, can we can 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 we make it a thing? Well, anyway, so this is a bit of a shout out to Matt Nags, who I reached out to in the early days of my mizzen the Malin run. So Matt and myself have something in common with each other. We're both a bit weird. No, only joking. We both have multiple sclerosis, and we found each other through a Facebook page that he runs. Um, called Running With MS. Now, this is a community that is so positive, that is really, it's it's incredible that everyone on this page has um, MS and are not only coping with it, <clears throat> but they're excelling with it. And Matt is going to do a 12-hour run. And I'm 12 so hours? 12-hour run, Andrew. And I'm so looking forward to... Oh, you made me doubt myself there, Andrew. Matt, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but it's like an ultra run. But a 12-hour run, we're going to stick at a 12-hour run because I'm 90% sure and Andrew has just made me doubt myself. I'm easy doubted. Anyway, so 12 hours, yes, Andrew, and hopefully we'll catch up with him after his run. We'll hear about his training. We'll hear about his 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 potential road bumps. Um, not autoimmune related or anything more um training related and what he's had to go through like me and andrew also has family kids a life a job it's just once again another super inspiring guy i need to really stop talking about him and he's he's gonna go on he this guy's building me up too much but matt you need to be built up because you deserve it and maybe Maybe we'll even ask him what's his favorite type of jelly. We're just we're getting deep. We're going to ask the questions everyone wants to know, and the questions that no one knows or no one cares about too. So we're really looking forward. Matt's going to be our first ever guest on the podcast. We're going to hear his story. We're going to find out more about him, and that's going to be super super exciting. And that's I think you're excited to meet him. I'm really excited. I'm really looking forward to meeting Matt and chatting to Matt. He's been a he's been a big uh, inspiration, big help to you, Colin and a big encouragement and I'm really looking forward to that podcast so until then Colin tell us where we can find you or how can we connect with you well the usual place which is on MS Running Adventure so I'm currently actually a wee bit more active on Facebook so I'm posting stuff the likes of me and Andrew doing the marathon any new apparel that I'm getting that may be mango pink or just anything interesting that I come across. Um, so it's MS Running Adventure on Facebook. And until the next time, my name's Andrew. My name's Colin. And I'm off to write a jelly jingle. And we'll see you <laughs> on the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>